Hello everyone, it's us again. Uh, that's just ridiculous. Um, welcome to our podcast. I'm Paul Fryer. And I'm Guy. Oh, for God's sake, Guy. <laughs> Do keep up. We've only just fucking started. I'm Paul Fryer. And this is Guy. I, well, I've said my surname. Right. You're just trying to make me look a twat. <laughs> All right, well, let's start they again. They don't care about my surname. Well, why don't they? Because okay. nobody well, cares about your surname, <laughs> do they, guys? That's the lot. That, that's the hand that I've been dealt by God. Anyway, I don't want to talk about you and your miserable fucking solipsistic... I want to talk about your cat. Oh, what? Well, you start, OK, but I, I, agree, about it's Pablo. A, I agree it's a genuine subject, but it's, a, pa- it's painful for me, I think. Pablo is Guy's cat. And he's a, he's a sweet cat, but he has got a little bit of a... He's got a bit of a skin disease thing going on. So? I, look, I'm, do, when you're talking about a person, do you go, he's, she's a really sweet person, but she's got a bit we of a We would do, problem. if we could get away with it, yes. Skin Pablo's not in the room right now, and he's a mate of mine anyway. So just chill out, all right? I want to talk about Pablo for a minute, and only to say this... Just describe him first. He's a black and white cat. He's quite a handsome beast. He's a hunter. He likes to go outside and do his shit. He doesn't. He's not. I, I, he doesn't strike me as a wholesale killer of of the avian community, though, is he? Yeah, I think so. Is he? There've been many fewer songbirds on my lawn. There used to be some dippers on the rill. Uh-huh. <laughs> some dippers on the rill, and I noticed they've gone. And he's I don't know if that's the environment or if it's my cat or all this fucking yeah shit pesticilia. Yeah, don't get me going on that, because I, I, I really don't want to say something uh, kind of Offensive. right on about the environmentalism. Anyway, look, today I just wanted to say that, you know, I quite like Pabs, but I think, you know, he's got problems like the rest of us, but today we bought him some catnip. No, I didn't. Paul did. We went to the supermarket to get some potatoes and newspapers, and Paul, off his own back, bought catnip and food for my cat. I went into this place next door, they don't I sell it. I thought there was an implicit criticism in it, actually. No, there wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, if that's what, how you took it, that's sad, because it wasn't meant in that way. It was meant purely as a gift for Pabs, actually. Not for, it had nothing to do with you. I just thought that Pablo... He, I said to the woman behind the counter, because I actually felt, weirdly, I felt a bit guilty, because I'd read this thing that certain people out there in the wider community, believe that giving your cat catnip is immoral because it removes the cat's choice and it's a bit like doping your cat. How do you mean? Well, I've just said it. What do you want me to say it again? No, but, what, what choice are you removing? Well, because you're putting a drug in front of him and then he's, he's kind of obliged to take it because... Does it work on humans? Should we try some? No, it doesn't work on fucking humans. Mm, okay. We have other drugs, Guy. That's okay. cats. So, so what, what is it, a, a drug equivalent, human well, drug equivalent? There isn't one because we're not cats, but that. Use your imagination. It's a general purpose cat drug, which they do seek out in the wild and they like to get high on it. But they do it at certain times and who knows why they do it all. Oh, so they get high on it? They do get high on it, yeah. Right. So we gave some to him anyway today and he. Uh, nip in the world. <laughs> nip. Just have a nip. Have a little cat nip. Have a little nip. It's funny, I've seen them, I've given it to younger cats. Human nip. Have you got a human nip on you? Human we can ring up and get some if you want. <laughs> I think it's like pot, it's like cat pot. Right, okay. So some of, sometimes you give it to them and they're obviously hallucinating and they go nuts and roll about on the floor and everything. Really? You know, I've seen, especially younger cats, I've seen them go berserk on it. I mean, literally. What's it the gateway drug for? Pupils dilated. Really? Everything, I mean, like... 
So we get, but we gave it to him today, and he was really sweet. He just sat there and he kind of licked a bit, and I was like, had a bit of a munch on it because he's he's highly strong, mm. and he doesn't normally even acknowledge my presence. And when he does, it's normally quite aggressive, isn't it? He like sticks his claws into me. That's not aggression. He doesn't come into a room with me. Have you noticed that? He's only started coming into a room. Well, if I'm in a room, he'll come in and just walk straight out. Right. That's mm. because you. I no. I guess I'm. You're I'm a bit I'm, hard on him, guy. Yeah, I'm disciplined. That's so not, not discipline. Having, not having the cat Cats don't around. understand discipline. And, you know, they get fat cat sitting on the draining board, you know, with, the, with, with, you know, with its bottom right on the plate you're about to eat dinner off. It's crap smarty. The cat's your Barker equal. People. The cat is your equal. I'm sorry, that's the way they see the world. That's the way they see the world, Guy. Yeah, but what about the way I see the world? I'm serious. Well, he's your cat. He'll get in my bed and everything. No, he won't. You just don't let him in there. They don't like doors. You can just close the door and they can't get in. Look, I'm not a massive cat person. They make me itch. They make my head itch. They give me, um, what they call it? Herpes. Uh, well, not herpes. You can't catch herpes off a cat. So, anyway, well, that's Pabs. And we went up the tour today. Mm. We're in Glastonbury. I took Paul, uh, who is a stranger to the... You normally kind of dissolve on contact with, uh, with fresh air, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? You don't really like going for a tramp. Well, well I've got flat feet and asthma. Metaphorically speaking. No. I've got flat feet and asthma, Guy. You were fine, you did absolutely fine. Well, I was you a went, bit short I've of breath. Got to have a, I've got to have my asthma thing. I said, just try a bit harder, you'll make it. No, that's not what happened. I was halfway up the tour, I said, I wish I'd brought my in here, and you went, I'm making for the summit, and off you went. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what how happens. Britain... When you've got flat feet and asthma, you get left behind quite a lot. But I'm used to it, so it doesn't matter. Oh, Paul. It's OK. But we went up there. It was a very blow, blowy day. And, and Guy was hoping to see some naked women in there, because apparently quite often there are naked ladies up there. No, this is in the White Springs. Dancing spring. around this the This is in the, white spring, in the White Springs, in the White Spring below, where, where there's a sort of the spring comes out the side of the hill and into this great big stone pool. Oh, I liked it in there. Very, very cold. And on a hot day, people strip off and dive in. They must do that one day. And what availeth... It availeth... What, you know, what, it doesn't availeth... Human it, soup. Yeah. It availeth me naught to, to watch. Is it? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> is, this the, is this the same guy that said, Ooh, well, sometimes in here there's, a, there's rather a large lady in there <laughs> popping around. <laughs> <laughs> Overflowing the plunge she gets and, and it's, it's a whoosh of water. And a skinny come. hippie. That's what you said. <laughs> Bloke. With a little spindly beard. Yeah, exactly. Wary old. Oh, I'd quite like to see that. It'd be amusing. Thank you. Not in a pervy way, just because I like scenes like that. Yeah. Do you think I could be a movie director guy? Well... The thing is, there's two parts of it, isn't it? It's one of them getting them all together and, and making them tell the story, and then there's the other slightly more problematic aspect, which is where to put the camera. And for that, you have DOP. to... DOP. You have to be a bit of a... No, that, you have to make that... DOP. No, no, no. Because where you put the camera is where how you're telling a story. But that's why you have that no, thing. Yeah, 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 but but exactly. And you have to know where to put the camera. What's a skill a chewy I do not possess. I, I freely admit... But, and the, and well, the why would you need a chewy? You and, don't need a chewy. The, I have tried to make a film and it didn't go well. Ah, oh, did you? Yeah, it didn't go well. What Paul. was it called? It's quite. It's called Make Sure the Girls Get Dinner. Make Sure the Girls it was a, Get it was Dinner. A, it was a biopic of Michael White and it didn't work out. And, and you I said the Holcroft Covenant was a bad title. 
Okay, all right. Well, there was lots of was wrong about my film, and I, I put my hand up, and it was one of the disappointments of my life. But we have to face them and, and, and admit it. A lot of people make really bad films and still think they're a film director. At, yeah, least, at, least I, at least I wised up and realised that it was not a field in which I was ever likely to um, succeed. Or even, you know... I think I've been. I could make quite a good science fiction movie with you in it. Okay, as a computer. No, no, as a disbelieving sap who gets destroyed by the aliens. Yeah, but that, but that, but that's, a, but that's a storyteller, and I believe you could do that. But when, but with a film, you have to know where to put the camera all the time. I can know where to put the camera. So we watched that Steven Spielberg film last night, and the camera was always in. I know where to put the camera. Let me get. I'll just tell you a few things now. Okay, if you're filming us now, where would you put the camera? What would the shot be? I'd have a fisheye lens. Of course. Pop video. No, not a pop video. Fisheye lens, and it would go right up close next to your face like that as you were speaking, and it would kind of loom over you. And then I would, then I'd go wide. <laughs> really, wide. I'd go really wide. Well, you can't get rid of it in a room. Yeah, you can with a fisheye lens. Right. You just pull back and it goes wide, right, like, like that. So you're pulling back, are you? Yeah, I pull back then, and then as you went into the par, where you st where you put your head forward and you put your head in your hands and looked at the fire, with a, a look of of sadness, and, and but also regret, I would say, a sort of tinged with regret, and you kind of gritted your teeth a bit like the Prince of Wales to say, there are a lot of things in my life I regret. I would, I would go come in really close, so just your eyes and mouth would like, were filling the whole, the whole screen like that. Mm -hmm. And it'd be, cut! Okay, well done, Kenaway, not bad. <laughs> we're gonna do a, a couple more takes of that, and this time we're gonna come in with like an anamorphic, uh, probably, probably on your shoulders like that, sort of face on, what do you think? How am I doing? I think, well, I can't tell, it doesn't sound very good to me. What, why doesn't it sound very good? Because what because you're you not... Got my no, 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 Paul, I'm serious, serious for a moment. Podding apart. Because that's not really... The thing about a good film director is that they put the camera in a place where, 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 it, where a bit more of the story is told than, in the, the, than the actors or the story is dictating. So On a drone, for so, instance. So you notice something else. You go, OK, the, the, the man's having a bit of a crisis in front of his log fire yeah. about, about you know, the things he regrets. But then in, in Hitchcock, in the background, he will put a picture of the thing that we know was one of his regrets. That's just who would fucking do that now? Alfred Hitchcock. You'd have to be a complete for what novel. it's worth. For what yeah, it's, no one's going to do that now. Worth. That was that was ages ago, when when things like that were clever. That's like when you had split screens and things, guy. No one does things like that anymore. No, split screens are always stupid because you only got two hours. No, you got two. <laughs> you've got two, two hours. hours. <laughs> but the problem is, we can only look at one thing at a time. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> that is the that is the flaw with the split screen. I like a split one screen. eye can't go one way and the other can't go the other way. I like Film directors can. Do you? Yeah. Were these, was, it, was it in Bullet that they used it? No. Yeah. Steve, it's a Steve McQueen. It's really annoying. Maybe it's in so seconds as well, actually. It's Frankenheimer so movie. annoying. Yeah, John Frankenheimer. John Frankenheimer. I could believe you could play a film director if someone was insane enough to come and cast you as one. <laughs> we watched a good movie last night. Yeah, we did. It was called The Desert Rats. The des oh, yeah, The Desert, <laughs> the desert a, a black and white war movie. With? Richard Burton. 
and yeah. James Mason giving us his role in an amazing pair of sun, uh, kind of glasses. Yeah, health and safety sunglasses. And, and he also spoke German for quite a lot of it, which I yeah, was he did. Actually, by. Yeah, in fact, there was quite a lot of German in the whole film, which yeah. was really nice. They didn't and, do the And what I liked about thing. it was that they only subtitled when when it was absolutely necessary to, to not to lose the atmosphere of, of them being German, but mm. to just make sure you were with exactly yeah, what they, they were saying. they were following the plot, yeah. They were following the plot. It was really nicely done, that, the, the mm. subtitling on it. Mm. I wish I'd come up with the subtitle. I wish I'd watch a film one day with the subtitle. <laughs> you see it up underneath, you know, I love you very much, and then underneath, I can't be fucked to translate that. It's such a shit line. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he said. I can't yeah. be bothered and to translate furthermore, it. This director's an arsehole. <laughs> in German. Yeah. yeah, I am still owed money from the last one. <laughs> That's what the Germans. Because of course they don't speak that language. Because you're the subtitler, so you no, can put guys, anything would, you want on it. They would understand it. We've got this the wrong way around. It's the guys on the thing are speaking a language you don't understand. <laughs> so you'd have to get them to say it in German. No, 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 no. This, it's it's filmed in a foreign language, but the, but the subtitler can have an absolute field day. You can put anything you want on it. They go. But it's like, it's like, the guy that. who's watching the movie is English, and that's why the subtitles are there, yeah, in but, English. Yeah, but he doesn't know what they're really saying in German, so you can put anything underneath it. And, and it's best you exemplified. Wait, stop. Best e they need to sp say the things in German, such as, which says, this director's a complete arsehole. Yeah, but they're saying, but what they're saying is, that we think that the enemy has moved into the block, you know, yeah, on the other side of the river. Yeah, that's what it says on the subtitles. No, that's what they're saying in real life, and then, <laughs> then underneath you put this director's an arsehole. But he'd uh, see uh, that when he was making the cut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the, but the subtitles are often done long after do, the director's on the next movie. But you could do it movie. the other way around. But I, I, I saw a lovely one on Facebook, because there's a lot of this in the Welsh language where there's loads of things translated, and the feeling is, is that there's very few people who speak Welsh who don't also speak English. So all of this translation, it's very necessary politically and culturally, I understand it, but it's not really necessary linguistically. And um, my son sent me a very funny um, uh, picture of an English road sign which said something like, uh, it, was, it was something like, for council officers, turn left, you know, if, if you want to go for, for housing, turn right. A nice utilitarian notice. And underneath was the Welsh translation. And someone said the translation in Welsh, the, it reads the following. I'm out of the office at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Please get back to me on Monday morning. <laughs> they just they set they off the translation. It. They just typed it up. <laughs> <laughs> and it was printed up and everything in a proper sign. That is funny. Yeah, it was. This is, yeah. this is the modern world, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Is it? Yes, it is. That's what it's like now, guy. There's no joined up thinking. Mm. No one knows how to make a computer anymore. God, I, I wouldn't no anymore. One, no one person. Well, well, there was a time when one person knew how to build one. If you had to go back in time, what is the thing that you'd take with We're you? We're in the middle of a conversation about movies and you want to just fucking dive her off onto some, like, No, some seriously. Say, I'm, I'm going to send you tonight back into 60... Uh, Single now we're doing fiction. 1603. Well, I'm glad to see it's rubbing off a bit. <laughs> OK, well, you're going back to 1603. No, I'm not. You, and you can... No, I am not. Well, just... I'm going forward in time. Oh no! Can I? Can you just? Can you just bear with me? Just Why see? do I want to go back in time? I want to go forward. In How time. about this? Because it's my idea, and I said it first. When the little weird spindly grey creatures are to prove to you. Okay, all right. Okay, well we'll do that later. But so you have okay. to go back to 1603, and you you can only take what you can carry. Okay, but you've got to take something back that they're going to go. Wow, this this man we really need. Take him to the king immediately. What would be the object that you would take back for them to, in order to impress upon them that well. Basically, to kind of wow them. What about a, what about a Glock? 
Um, What's a Glock? It's a nine millimeter pistol and a couple of clips of ammunition. <laughs> so that would put the wind up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, some some pictures of uh, of Adele. Yeah, that, that if you'd done that, it would end, it would be in the Louvre now. <laughs> <laughs> A simple box well, of matches would do quite well, or a lighter. But then you'd just be burned as a witch. So, you'd yeah, need and, to be able to defend yourself, because anything you gave them... Oh, no, you see, I go in love and peace. No, but it's not going to work, mate. Because so you're going to threaten somebody by the thing you bring back, and they're going to... Do you do think you just, like, plonked into a village, and yeah. you realise it's 1604, Yeah. and you go, right, hey, but look at this, look what I got. Ding! And the lighter, whoa, he has the gift yeah, of then fire. You're a, you're a sorcerer. You'd be okay. put to death. Oh, you fire the Glock in the air and you, they all come running out you go, who's in charge here? And they say, him. You shoot him and then say, take me to the king. Oh, lovely. <laughs> anyway, I guess a box of matches would be good until they ran out. No, it wouldn't be any good at all, Guy, because then you would be in the area of alchemist. OK, OK, OK. Alchemist is sorcery. Sorcery okay, okay, equals... Okay. What else? Pair of good pair of shoes, good pair of boots. Really good pair of boots. Well, you Doc just Martins. go to a copper and get them to make them for yeah. you. Do you think? They, yeah, they were right. Oh, right, oh, right. You just draw some and they make sunglasses. Them. <laughs> <laughs> Try these on, your highness. <laughs> You'd need a suitcase full of them. Though. Yeah, just a pair of glasses, actually. That would absolutely. Oh a God, pair of reading glasses would would, would do a rock their world. That. It would, yeah. Because if you think about it, Paul, I'm serious here. I'm serious. You could be so. No, do you know what would be the thing what? to take back? which would change everything. One of two things, actually. Chloroform, penicillin. Penicillin. Chloroform. Can you imagine the pain of, when they, of having your legs sawn off? Yeah. And if you gave them penicillin, they'd, they'd be cured. Yeah, penicillin's good, but you'd need to take a lot. Well, no, you would need to bone up on how to make it. And you could make some rough-ass no, version of that's it. That's me fucked. The point I was going to make, made is, of, the point I was going to go back when you started off by saying I didn't know how to make a computer was that I don't know how to make. There's nothing that I could go back with and say it's okay. I know how to do this. <laughs> nothing. You see, I can make gunpowder, so I'd be all right. Uh, yeah, I can make explosives. So you'd have to go back to like 800 King Arthur. Hey, I got. A... Yours are all very military and violent. I noticed. Well, this is what. What do you think shaped know, the world? A bottle of acid. Huh? Bottle of acid. <laughs> That'd be a small thing you could carry very easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, it's something you could do with ergot fungus and various other things. You yeah, could figure that out. Probably, yeah, they probably go. We've had. We've got much better stuff from that. Do you know what I would take back, guy? The only thing I would need, actually, really. Bottle of claret. The contents of my mind. Oh, okay. If you think about the it. The one thing they didn't need. <laughs> <laughs> Word I don't know. I think again that leads down. It only that road right. leads only to one thing, which is a pyre bad, with bad, you standing on bad. top of it. <laughs> <laughs> briskly, briskly. After done. they've finished fucking you around, Oof. in a very horrible way. No, I don't want to talk about being tortured. Or well, you know, just saying that's what happens. Do you think mental or physical torture is worse? I know which one I think. Why you said I don't want to talk about it? And now you want to talk about it? Don't okay, talk no, about torture. That's not. Yeah. You know, we are all. Listen, I think a pair of spectacles, but binos. I thought you said you didn't abbreviate this guy. <laughs> okay. Bins. A, 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 a good set of binoculars. No, what is it? I, uh, 
Field glasses. Field glasses, yeah, there was some in, in, in the first film, we were talking about the first film we saw, which was uh, The Desert Rats. It was called mm. The Desert Rats. Mm -hmm. it, was about the, uh, it was about the siege of Tobruk and the way that the uh, British Army, with the Australians, uh, uh, f held off Rommel's Africa Corps. Africa Corps. Africa Corps, who, who, according to the movie, were like a really crack unit. Oh, I'm they surprised were. Hitler sent them down to Africa, though. He would have thought he would have needed them in France. You know why? Oil. But anyway, the, he was story, a wreck, the narrative, but... rather like Rolf's Drift, was mm. there is no way that this is going to work out well, but we're going to go down fighting. We're going we're gonna to suck with our cleverness and with our courage, even with our cowardice, we're going to somehow turn this We're just round. not going to fucking go. We're not going to fucking go. And I said to Paul, that is exactly the narrative that I feel about Brexit. And, and everyone's going, you're totally mad, you know, you, we'll be overrun, it won't work. But most of my life... The wharf at Bridge Over the River Quiet, in a way, actually not quite, not, not, not so much Bridge Over the River Quiet, but definitely The Great Escape, is with all these stories, which was made, and they're not fiction. Which was made up, Guy, The Great Escape was made up. OK, well, but still, you know. Largely. But, but um, uh, this, this really enduring and powerful narrative that up against it, when there's absolutely no hope, if you put everything into it, and if you have belief, amazing things happen. And now, they expect us, in Brexit, to completely forget all of that culture that we've been brought up with, going, that's rubbish, that's absolute rubbish. And yet it was a... It, and yet... And, and it's nostalgic, and it's Little Englander, and it's kind of risible and... Uh, and kind of racist and horrible and weird and just old-fashioned. Why do you believe these stupid things? But when you saw the Desert Rats with old Richard Burton... He, he looked great, actually. He was young. He was really very young. Before the booze had really cut in. Because yeah. he, he was quite good-looking. And he didn't use his voice. He didn't use the kind of yeah. undermilk wood voice. No, he didn't. He had a, he had a middle-class, upper-class upper English accent. He had accent. Words, yeah, it was very RP. Yeah, a, a accent. And it wasn't at all Welsh. Uh, and this is what we were taught. And why were we taught it? Because this Alfred and the Cakes, this is, this is who we are. Yeah, and, but Alfred Burns. And the that case. is why that 50% who voted Brexit are just not melting away. Because this is who we were taught to be. Now, whether, we, whether it still works now, we're about to find out. Or is it, it, or is it died in the wall? Because it's that, that funny meme that was going around last week or the week before or whenever it was. And it said that um, man, plumber born in 1973, says we did it in World War II, <laughs> we can do it again. Which I did think was funny, but I also thought it was a little bit misguided because... I thought actually that's actually very that's actually completely accurate because the people who did go over and face Hitler and who did get in aeroplanes and who did uh, defeat the, the 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 Nazi threat were exactly that they were plumbers and mechanics plumbers and mechanics and no. just just guys no. well that's what the army was made up of and what and what what we're going to find out is whether or not a lot of them didn't have much chance to train either no. They were just they were they were given six weeks of basic training. And in a training. way, that's what they're saying. We don't care if we've only got four weeks' notice. Yeah, you've got to get until, it until yeah. Brexit day. We'll make it work. Yeah, we'll do it. And do you, whether I tell you, or not, do you know what the flaw in this I, argument is? Well, I've the leadership. Heard we don't have the fucking leadership. That is well. I think that yeah. I, I, the I, leaders I, are appalling. 
Who can we? How, but who so is up there that so we can fucking rely on? So in a way, it was Churchill. He was like no, a sort no, 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 no. But he wasn't very good at kind of actually doing anything. Seriously, he and you just... cannot compare Churchill. Whatever you think of Churchill, you cannot compare him to this shower of shit we've got controlling this. Because, and they're the people who are putting this through, guy, and they are fucking useless. But you feel with Johnson and with oh, um, Rees, hold on, with Johnson and Rees Mogg, they are saying we don't know how it's going to happen, how it's going to do it, how how it's going to work, but we've got to stand and. Do our best against the, the, the you know, hurl back the Hun. Yeah, but they're not the Hun, and and the EU. Much as I don't like the EU, I've got no, I have no. Uh, Did you vote Brexit? I I couldn't vote because I'd only just moved. So fucking cop out. Which one would you have voted? What would I have voted? Yeah. I would have voted to leave. I voted remain. You see, <laughs> you can see. <laughs> if I could have voted, but I couldn't, so I didn't. Right. Okay. What would I vote now? Do you know what? I have to say, I think that the, 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 the arguments, I think it, 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 it's a really, really hard call because I, don't, I actually, if I'm honest, I really genuinely don't think it should ever have been, because the whole thing should have been worked out politically. But I do think that um, I, would, I would say that we, there's a really strong case now for going back in and renegotiating our position. But they will not negotiate. No, I don't mean renegotiating the, our the, departure. The, I mean renegotiating our membership. But we, but EU. Cameron tried to do that before. He said, yeah, "Look, but it's a bit just, different. Just now. give me an inch." Or, it, I okay. It's a bit. I think once now. they got us in there, they go right. Yeah, now we've got you. you, the, you I think you, that would be the worst possible outcome. Now I think. I think the only. It, I, I think I, 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 you know, I see exactly what you're saying. Now, if if in the next elections, if if we defer it and we have another round of election and we stay in, for the time being, for the time being, and the Poles and the Italians and maybe the French, and possibly the Spanish, at least the Northern Spanish, vote very a lot of anti-EU um, MEPs in. And of course, we will as well. We will vote some in. Then maybe there will be a chance for say to them, wakey, fucking wakey, get you know, stop, stop giving us your 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 office jargon and actually makes back off our nations. We're not going to be one country. We don't want to be. But that's what that... because DNA says we. You've got to be in a tribe and not an organisation. Because a, an organisation is much more effective way of running things, but a tribe is more kind of sexy. But that's ooh, what they ooh, want to do, ooh. Guy. They want to erase all that eventually. And this is where you and I... This is where you start to accuse me of being a conspiracy theorist when I say that there is a greater view in the world to make everybody come together, in a, whether they like it or not. They, they, want, they want to erase all that because it's too complex and it's too difficult to make the money the, the way they want to do it, you know. It's like they, they want us to lease everything, like you said. They don't want any property. They want everybody to be controlled by central government. And they want everything to, be, to run very smoothly. And the best way of doing that is getting rid of nations. And it's getting rid of borders. It's getting rid of all that. And it's bringing everything together into one unified thing. And the kids like the idea of it. And I can see their point. It's like, well, why not if that's what's going to happen? Yeah, but whoever goes to kids to make a big decision... Well, this is what's happened. You know, it's, we, we, you know, if we were American Indians, we would be called the elders of the tribe, and you know, we must be listened to. Yeah. You know, but because we're because we're British, we are some old folky fools. Fuck off. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's <laughs> all about youth. You know, so not, not the American Indians said, "Let's listen to the youth." He's like, "I am Chief Seattle." When I was just listening to you, then though, I, part of me wished I had a gun, a pit, no, a, pit. <laughs> <laughs> a knife. Do you know what a pit shifter is? 
Yeah. It's one of those things that, so if I'm talking, they make your voice go like this, it's just always making little voice. And then like an echo to go, whoa, 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 whoa. and I just wanted to like mess about with your voice while you were speaking. Because either that or play Land of Hope and Glory behind you. Nimrod. Nimrod. <laughs> Don't call me that. My, no, public. I like, I, 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 quite a lot of my life is spent with me kind of in, my, in my imagination fading up Nimrod. Remember what, what mm-hmm. Nimrod is? It's the, it's the one they play at the... It's Elgar, uh, isn't Elgar, it? Yeah. yeah, which one so is it's, it's, I can't do it. Go it's on, do really, it, do it. No, 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 I can't do it. Do you, I, well, we can play it, but it's really emotional, it's lovely. So it, it is... It, the Nimrod is, is it's part of the Enigma variations, then. Yeah. Well, go on, then, do your speech thing. OK. Right. That's not it. What's that? That's rain falling. That's it. And I'm just parking the car in the car park at Tesco's. And I get out and I tighten my jacket around me. And in front of me is the glories. The driving rain. (laughs) (laughs) The beggars sitting outside. Of these my people, these beautiful English people, British people. (laughs) And this amazing culture that we've made. And it's a Tesco. Yeah, wherever I am. And it's it's a horrible building designed in America. Yeah, that, that we are. And no one can gainsay us. Nought can avail us. They can what? Sorry, nought can avail us of the gainsayers. <laughs> Here we go. And a surge of. What, what recording is this? It's a live recording. Oh, right, it's too much, too much audience for me. Just I like that part of it. It's real. Keep it real, guys. Do you know that a nim- and if this land will not be watered down <coughs> or divided, because we are the greatest culture ever, ever to be formed on this globe. And I am proud to be part of it and contributing to it. And then I just go into Tesco's <laughs> and get my crisps. Whatever it is. And I guess have these surges of like pride. Gee, what a lot of shit. Right. But then you have uh, Irish people have that one well, little Irish tune play. <laughs> oh diddly dee, diddly dee. <laughs> I'm a little Irishman, don't you? <laughs> don't. No, you do. You love it. What did you just say? But a diddly dee. Say that again. <laughs> A diddly dee, diddly dee, I'm a little Irishman. Yeah, that's a, I don't know, what is, what is your, I don't, no! Well, why don't you say that? Because it's all right to have these national songs and these national feelings. That's what I'm doing.